When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. people think of 911 dispatchers as people who are simply taking phone calls, albeit potentially very high-stress phone calls. That is part of the job. It's a huge part of the job and the absolute basis of the majority of dispatch and police work. The call comes in, police get sent to the scene. What most people don't get to hear much of is what happens even further behind the scenes. The piece that is not as highly publicized, but is generally much more difficult than taking even those stressful calls. And that piece is doing the radio dispatching. In this episode, I'm going to highlight and talk about the actual dispatch end of dispatching, where police are notified of an incident and given all the details where pursuits are put out, where dozens of traffic stops are started, and where every other call that requires police to respond are aired. And also, in this episode, we'll be all about Austin. Welcome back to Music City 911. I'm going to do things just a little bit differently in this episode. Normally, if I have some sort of police audio, I want to get the main stuff and that's about it. While I leave the actual content unedited, I will drop some of the silent bits to save some time. Of course, I want the show to be as engaging as possible, but sometimes, like this episode, the silence needs to be kept in. The reason I'm doing it here... It's the same reason I leave the 911 calls whole. I want you to feel like you're in that dispatcher's chair, behind that headset and facing a wall of computer monitors, all while not knowing what is going on out in the field a lot of times. Waiting for that next transmission, and always hoping it's not something bad. The point in me saying all this, there will be some gaps between the transmissions in these segments. But don't worry. I'm not going to leave you like us dispatchers have to be sometimes. 
I'll have details and further on the incidents I'm going to be talking about. With all that being said, let's roll this first bit. Two ninety service road going westbound, approaching Cameron. Be a motorcycle with no twenty eight, white male wearing a black helmet. Vehicle is going to be taking off. Two ninety turn around, uh, eastbound. Go three, biker just dropped the bike. Go three one running towards driving lanes. Ten four, you're gonna fill the air. Three, he's got a gun. I'm gonna be at Pizza Hut. Ten four, additional start. Pizza Hut at the <laughs> Washington. At eight oh two on twenty three with him. Clear. Go with it now. Pit twenty two. Eight oh two, updated twenty. Eight oh three, shots fired. One suspect down. Ten four shots fired. Drop a citywide connection. One suspect down inside the vehicle. If I have somebody with a shield, approach me. Okay. 10-4, one suspect down vehicle. Hey, where are you at? On the side of the Pizza Hut and the washing zone. <laughs> he tried to do a carjack vehicle. Shots fired. He's still moving in the vehicle. 10-4, still moving. We're going to push on the vehicle. Hey, six. I got clear eyes to the driver's side. He's got one hand up. Clear, one hand up. Clear. Zero three. The uh, vehicle he tried to carjack, he took the weapon out. I don't know if he's still armed or not. Give him commands right now to keep his hand on his face. Right, give him commands. Three, uh, 43, he has no 32 in his hand. He's still in the vehicle. They're still in the vehicle. Hey. Hey, uh, let's get RTS ready. Looks like he is hit. He is conscious. He is moving. Clear. Movie. We're gonna need this whole parking lot shut down. If you can get units to uh get the shutdown please. We have enough vehicles in the parking lot. We need units to start blocking off Cameron. Start blocking off Cameron northbound. Cameron northbound. You know, you get everything locked down and hold what you got. Uh, four two. Let's get EMS staged at Sanofi. Clear. 
promising that they are ambulance cord on will be uh, in through the shell uh, in through the Chevron station. Three given commands. And four given commands. I four oh two. I'm tactical off command. Any additional responding units have them stages to no take coffee. Four two, I've got I've got Cameron Road shut down northbound. They're good. Four <laughs> the react team is going to move to the driver's side door, and the other half is going to stretch. Move to the driver's side door. All right, we're about to move up. We're moving up on the vehicle. We're moving up on the vehicle. Four two, the unit turning from Cameron right now. Come over here, and I'm going to have you block the 290 service road and make everybody make the turnaround. The door giving commands. Giving commands. Unit coming south. Cameron 290, go ahead and block off the rest of Cameron. I'm telling you, when you're the dispatcher in this type of scenario, the gaps you just heard are absolutely brutal. Just like you likely felt, you're completely in the dark and are at the edge of your seat waiting for something to be said. Your brain will start going through every possible scenario and you can't stop it. All you want to know is what's going on. And you can do nothing to get further on it. With this incident, we heard it start out as a traffic stop where a motorcycle wouldn't stop. The officer gave chase, and then the rider on the bike jumped off and started running. In the middle of that silence, the officer simply says at one point, gun, and doesn't immediately say anything else. As a dispatcher, you're really not sure what's happening. You want to know what's going on. Then you hear one of the worst things possible. Shots fired. In this case... Luckily, none of the officers were hit. We did get to hear that the suspect was trying to carjack someone when he got shot. So, as I said before, in this scenario, you're the dispatcher. You're doing all the listening, typing, talking, etc. During that silence, you're not sure what's going on. And like I said earlier, I can't leave y'all with the silence and not know what happened on the other side of the headset out in the field. I'm happy to say we have some body-worn camera audio that coincides with this one, and it'll paint a picture that's a little bit more clear. Biker just dropped the bike. Hey, what's that one running towards Dragon Lift? He's got a gun. 803, he's got a gun. I'm going to be at Pizza Hut. Let me see your hands. Step out. Drop the gun. 
Pizza Hut at the Washington. Three shots fired, one suspect down. Get out of the tour! 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 Get the hell out of the tour! Put it down! Get out of the tour! One suspect down inside a vehicle. If I have somebody with a shield approach me. You okay? Get out! Get towards them! Get on the ground! We're gonna be on the side of the Pizza Hut and the washing zone. He tried to do a tarjack vehicle. Shots fired. He's still moving in the vehicle. Hey, I got, I got eyes. I got eyes on him. Hey, put your hands on your face. Put your hands on your face. Hey, put your hands. Sure. You, you good? Get yeah, I'm good. You good, bro? Yep. Get on your stomach. Keep your hands on your face. 803. The uh, vehicle he tried to target. He took the weapon out. I don't know if he's still armed or not. Giving commands right now to keep his hand on his face. I got, I got eyes on him. He's got no 32 in his hand right now. I got eyes on him. 43, he has no 32 in his hand. He's still in the vehicle. Looks like he hit him. Yeah, I think so. Hey, are you hurt? Is he hurt over there? Are you no, okay? He's good, he's good. He said he was good. First, he's still moving. Right, we got going. somebody over here. He's not involved. Is he good? Yeah, yeah. he's good. You're good over there. All right. All right. Go around the corner. Go around, around the, the corner, corner now. You're good. Hey, passenger, both hands out the window if you can hear me. The window. Crack the crack the door open. Both hands out the window. We want to help you. We see that you're hurt. We want to help you. Driver, passenger, open the door. Hey, where, hey, get out of here. Hey, go away. Go away. Go away. No, I need you to leave now. Hey, Taylor, whenever y'all are good, make sure that he's not involved. <laughs> 32 is right there next to the car. Yeah, brother. On, 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 on. Get the haste in front of me. Okay, he's on a hitch. Oh, you got right side. 803, give him commands. Hey, guys. Um, likelihood of another fire being on him. Actually, pretty low. He's hurt. I say we move up to him. Hold on. I know, I'm curious. I don't want to... I don't want to... I don't want to extract him with a pepper ball. Hey. He's moving his left hand for 43. Yeah, yeah, make sure they're good over there. Keep your hands up! 
Yeah, we're gonna move over. I might need one more. Uh, I'm gonna hands with you. If you want to hold here, we're gonna push up. Actually, you can push up with us. Okay. All right. We're gonna uh, pull them out. Can we clear on the, the plan? We're gonna go there. If uh, we're gonna go around, pull them out the other side. Okay. Somebody go dedicated taser. Let me know when we're up. And I know, I know, dedicated taser. Good. All right, I'm good on taser, boys. Ready? All right. Put, put both hands on your face. I do not want to shoot you. Please put both hands on your face. I'm holding lethal. Yep. Holding lethal. Yep. Keep your hands up. Keep your hands on your face, man. We want to give you the help we can give you. Crawl over here to me. Crawl over here to me so I can help you. Put your hands on the seat and crawl to me so I can help you. I got crawl you out. now. Crawl to me, man. You got command star. Crawl to me, okay? Put both hands there. Crawl to me. Hey, if you can't do that, you want to go to the other side? Uh, hands no. up. Hey, man, keep that hand up. All right. Yeah, that should keep be. Keep your hand up, my man. Hey. Hey, okay, I'm gonna trying to help you, okay? I'm going to grab his left hand. I'm going to pull it right away. Did you really hit it all? He didn't hit it. All right, we're moving up. Hey, guys. I like the guns. Watch the shot. Okay, that's not that. Yeah. Where's the gun? The suspect in this was one Brandon Michael Munoz, 37 years old. Unfortunately, not a lot has been put out about this. He was shot during the exchange and was taken to a local hospital with critical injuries. With the amount of research I did on this, I couldn't really find too much else about it. There was no indication of why he ran from police and then decided to shoot at him, but I'm guessing that he was likely some sort of a felon in possession of that firearm. He was ultimately charged with aggravated kidnapping because when he jumped in that other vehicle, he pointed the gun at the driver's head and told him to drive off. As you heard in that body-worn camera audio there, the driver managed to get out of the vehicle and crawl over to safety. I'm glad those officers are a good shot, or that might have ended up a whole lot different than it did. Show me on the flag down, 800 block of East Koenig. There's a guy that flagged me down working on a truck on the side of the road here. He uh, started yelling something to me in Spanish with a knife in his hand, and now he's running traffic. Uh, can you make sure you start a Spanish speaker? 800 block of where? Uh, it shows 813, but yeah, 800 block. In between Koenig and Rhineland. I'm going to circle back around because right now he's behind me and uh, I'm not getting out with him with a knife like that. You said five. We're solving contact. Clear me up. Clear me up. Two six, clear me one, I'll be around. Yeah. Two right, 
204 with a Hispanic male, a dingy, long sleeve gray shirt, dark pants. Right there on the sidewalk. Yeah, he's got something in his hand. I think it's a knife. Hey, Lonnie, just back up, man. Any y'all got a less lethal? Yeah, once we get another body out here with lethal, I'll go grab mine. We can try that new pepper ball gun. Someone's got it. He's still got the knife. Left hand on the other side of the truck. Yeah, can we get a unit to stop traffic? Um, the turnaround at airport in Koenig. Two, three, forty-three. The suspects yelling uh, to shoot me. Okay, we set off a. A pepper wall gun, too. Surrounding. So. Pepper wall or less lethal. Yeah, we got less lethal. 204's got one. So we're checking for a pepper wall gun. 202 to 203. Which turnaround do you guys need blocked? Shot fired, one down. Stay GMS. Here's all shots taking something down. Katie, dispatch, were you clear on that traffic? Come on. Second shot taken. Come on. Under two six. Start EMS. Head wound. We're gonna need some support here to block off traffic. We need all traffic blocked off at airport and eastbound Coney Lane. Uh, just to verify, EMS 23. I've started EMS. Uh, two six. Where's EMS? 
280 log. Two tourniquets applied, one on the right leg, one on the right arm. That was a pretty odd one. Officer flagged down about someone with a knife. Sounds as if it's just some random person there on the street. Odder things have indeed happened. I'm guessing it's likely someone with mental health issues or on drugs or both. They had time to try and set up on him with some less lethal weapons. They were trying to get the incident to end as quickly and as peacefully as possible. But the situation obviously deteriorated and pretty quickly with the shots being fired. The dispatcher in this did seem a bit slow in her responses. I don't want to add any undue criticism as I don't know what all else was going on. There at the end, she was getting EMS started to the scene. And even then, the officers kept asking where they're at. I can promise you, a dispatcher cannot make them press down on the gas pedal any harder. And I believe I've mentioned this before in a different episode, probably a long time ago. But as soon as you have an officer-involved shooting, supervisors and sometimes upper management will absolutely surround you and start rapid-firing questions about what's happening as if you don't have enough craziness going on. Top tip for supervisors that might be listening in. Ask dispatchers around that one what's going on. Not that dispatcher. Listen from a distance with your radio. Don't start with a million questions directly centered on the dispatcher that still has a very active incident going on. I promise the influx of inquiries from the news and other higher-ups can wait just a few minutes. Just like on the last one, this one had some body-worn camera audio. Hey, get down the ground! Just back up, man. Go around. Hey, just drop the knife. Drop the knife. It's okay. Yeah, once we get another body out of here, once we get out of Drop the knife! Cotillo down! Drop the knife! Break the I'm gonna grab my muscle. Hey, he's running at people, so be careful.
I'm coming up in one second. Give me a second. Hey, what were you going to say? Hey, DJ! You go. Go, quick. Your incident has been updated. Go, 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 go. Go. I have less lethal. Yo, no! Back up! Impacting! Impacting! No! Drop the knife! No. Drop the knife! Where's the Larma? Shots fired, one down. Stay GMS. Stay down, stay down. Hey, roll over, roll over. Everyone stand the same line. Stand the same line. Roll over. Get up that piece of order. Get up that piece of Stay down, stay down. Stay down. Okay, come on this side so we're not cross hey, side. Let me see your hands. Let me see your hands. Hey, do you see? Do you see the knife on him still? No. Okay. Okay. All right, I'm transitioning. Putting gloves. Putting gloves on. All right, bro, we're going to get your help. All right, approach. All right, give me a second, give me a second, give me a second. Give me that, give me that, give me that, go, go, go.
Come on. We're going to help you out. This one started off a bit slow with little said by the officer who had the body-worn camera on. He was actually the one that was holding the less lethal weapon, which was one of those beanbag shotguns. While he was arming himself with the less lethal, other officers were giving commands to the person with the knife, who was 42-year-old Carlos Eli Chacon Castillo. At one point, Carlos was holding the knife to his chest and kept saying, just shoot me. Not something any of the officers there was wanting to do at all. The officer with the less lethal was set up in a good position and fired a couple of rounds at him, attempting to persuade the guy to put down the knife. The opposite happened. This seemed to enrage him, and he charged at a different officer with the knife. That's when officers initially opened fire on him, which took him to the ground. He was there on the ground for about 20 seconds before he got back up, and even after being shot, jumped up and charged the officers again. They had no choice but to open fire again, this time stopping the threat. Once it was determined the suspect no longer had the knife, officers approached and applied two tourniquets and started CPR. EMS arrived and transported him to a hospital where he died a short time later. This happens with a lot of police-involved shootings. It was unknown what started this whole thing. We may never know. And that's how it is with a lot of dispatchers as well. A lot of times we hear calls, stuff on the radio, whatever. We might not know what happened. That's going to do it for this one. I hope it might have given you a bit of a different perspective to dispatchers and what they do and how they might have to deal with what they're hearing in real time. Before I go, I have another podcast recommendation. This one from a couple of my absolutely favorite people I met there at CrimeCon in Vegas. Cherry and Morgan from Crimepedia. They take a different look at crimes, most of which you probably have very little knowledge about. It's well worth a listen, and if you enjoy the show enough to reach out to them, be sure to ask Cherry why on earth would a British woman who had never been to an American-style diner restaurant order an English muffin and nothing else for breakfast. That seems like nearly the definition of insanity when there's other good items on the menu. Bacon, sausage, bacon, ham, eggs, bacon. It just boggles the mind. Anyway, here's their trailer. Hi, I'm Terry. And I'm Morgan. And we host the true crime podcast, Crimepedia, where we investigate unsolved crimes and cold cases from across the world. We work with law enforcement and victims' families to help spread the word about cases that need more help. So join us every Tuesday wherever you download your podcasts. And follow us on social media. Just search for Crimepedia. Be sure to check the links in the show notes for all social media. Join in the chat over at the podcast discussion group on Facebook. Pick up a t-shirt or hoodie over at musiccity901.com. Also in the show notes. And help out the show by joining up over at Patreon for access to ad-free episodes and bonus content, of which I've just posted an early access to the full interview I did on the podcast called Stop the Killing. Also well worth a listen. Share the show with your family, friends, neighbors, Starbucks barista, grocery store, checkout employees, drive through attendants, whoever 
might want to listen. And if you're enjoying the show, be sure to give a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you're listening on. Above all else, for Music City 911, I'm Brandon, and y'all have a good one.